Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Perspectal Podcast, where we explore new thoughts, connect ideas, and offer perspectives that may change the way you think about a thing or two. And today, we're talking about setting for success. So, in my personal life, which is the only life that I have, I'm not like two people, but... um. I like to do rock climbing, especially when there's no pandemic. It's a, it's a pretty fun activity. And um, particularly I like to do bouldering, but that's not really important for this, uh, for this episode of the podcast. And there is something that I've noticed when I do rock climbing, especially as I get to harder and harder rock climbing problems to climb. And... Um, what I found is in the beginning when you're climbing uh, easy problems, so in bouldering there's like a difficulty scale and there's like a V scale and so the V just basically tells you you're bouldering and then there's like B, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, up, 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 and the number, the higher the number, the harder the problem. So. Um, when you're starting off and you're climbing like VB, V1, V2, V3, um, I would say most of the time the climb flows pretty well. It's not too tricky. It's pretty simple and straightforward. Maybe you need a little bit of strength or maybe there's one tricky move that you need to know. Like maybe you need to drop your knee in this way or maybe you need to jump. When you jump in climbing, it's called a dyno. So... Maybe you need to do that. But as you get higher and higher in difficulty, you have to be more coordinated. You have to have balance. Um, the holds, the things you grab onto get harder to hold. You have to hold them in awkward ways. And what I found is in the beginning, it's very easy. It's very straightforward. And you just need to build strength and work on fundamentals. As you get to the mid-range problems, which is like V4, V5, V6, V7, um, like the the crux of the problem, the really hard part that once you get over it, you're basically done with the problem, is typically one move. And it's like you need to know how to do this type of move in order to solve the problem. So it could be a hand jam where you stick your hand into a crack and, and like lock it in to pull yourself up. Or it could be a drop knee or it could be a heel hook or whatever it is. Um, and as you get higher past that to like V6, V7, V8, it's like you – it's not straightforward because the moves that you learned while you are V4, V5, V6 are – starting to string together and you have to do multiple in one problem or you have to do them at the same time or one right after the other and you have to have timing because momentum is involved in what you're doing and different stuff like that. And so there's this progression in complication and difficulty as you move to harder and harder problems. And one of the things that I found interesting in terms of this progression is there becomes a point where you have to do something that I call setting for success. And so I want to explain, number one, that rock climbing is, I think, a very unique sport because everybody's a different size. Everybody's a different flexibility. They have different strength. They have different injuries. They have different talents and different ways of thinking. So when two people 
look at one rock climbing problem, most likely they're going to climb it differently because one's hands are a little bigger than the other. So one can grab bigger rocks than the other one can, or one's a little taller than the other. So the shorter one has to do more moves and the bigger one is bigger, so they have to carry more weight. And so the beta, or the way you climb the problem, is very unique to you unless you find people that are extremely similar to your body type and your climbing style and all that kind of stuff. So um, it's nice because no matter where you're climbing, it's your own individual challenge. And um, everybody has their own challenges and everybody's being supportive and encouraging. So I really do like that about rock climbing. But um, in terms of this idea for setting for success, uh, even within one person climbing a problem, there's multiple different ways that one person can climb a problem. There's multiple betas. And uh, not all betas are created equal. And not all attempts to make a beta are successful. There's some attempts, there's some techniques to climbing a problem for a certain person that don't work. Um, and sometimes you're climbing a problem, like let's say you're climbing this V5, and it's called Sandy Toes or something like that, because rock climbing problems have like really interesting names. And um, you're climbing it, and you're you're going through a sequence, and it feels good, it feels right, it flows. But you get to a point where you're flowing, and then you get stuck. You don't know how to move from the position you're in. And you hop down because you're bouldering. Bouldering is like, you know, five feet off the ground. There's a mattress on the floor. And you're looking at the problem. You're like, okay, the way I'm going flows really well, but then I get stuck at this point. What do I do? Hmm. Uh, and you try it again. Maybe you try a little bit different. And oftentimes I've found, especially in harder problems, is that in order to actually finish the problem to get to the top of the rock, there's going to come a time where you're going to have to do something you don't like or that's uncomfortable or that's scary in order to set yourself up to be able to do the next move so that you can finish the problem. And a lot of times the thing you want to do or the thing that's comfortable you can do but then you get stuck in a position or you get stuck in a certain part of the problem where you can't progress. And you can do that, but you don't finish the problem. And so you get to this like kind of thing where you're like, okay, so I have to do this thing I don't really want to do, but I do want to finish the problem. And it's like, what's more important? For having the flow and and feeling good but not finishing the problem? Or going through this, I guess, temporary phase of discomfort in order to get set up into a position that you can move off of and that you can progress from and that you can finish the problem. Um, and then I guess it's up to your personal preference in terms of like what you want out of the experience. But what I'm trying to get at is there are times in climbing where you have to maybe not do your favorite thing in order to actually finish the problem. And as the difficulty rating goes up and up and up, I've I've noticed that you have to set for success, which is what I'm calling this, 
Uh, you have to set yourself up for success. You have to do something to set yourself up that maybe you don't like to do, but it causes you to be successful. You have to do this more often. And um, it may be a deterrent for people that just want to have fun climbing. Maybe they just stay in the the range that doesn't require you to do uncomfortable moves and whatnot or to practice one-armed pull-ups for six months in order to get the move or something like that. But um, it's it's important for progression, and it's a lot of times important for particular problems. If you want to solve a particular problem, you may have to set yourself up in a way that makes you uncomfortable or that's not your favorite way, but it gets you through and it gets you to the result that you want. And I'm, I'm bringing this up. I know I've been talking about rock climbing for the last almost 10 minutes. But um, I'm bringing this up because I think this is a universal practice in life. And as in any discipline, and I'm talking about rock climbing because I'm familiar with rock climbing, but in any discipline, any sport, in communication, in math, in, in carpentry, I think you can, you can apply this basically anywhere. Uh, as you progress and move into more difficulty ter difficult territory or the problems get harder, I think there's more and more opportunities where you may have to not do your favorite thing in order to set yourself up to win. So you may have to study in order to pass the test. And you may not like studying, but studying sets you up for success. And that's kind of like a really easy example of this. Um, but there's certain things that you have to do that because it's you, because of your body type, because of your flexibility, because of your experience, because you're looking at this problem in order to climb this problem because of who you are, how tall you are, how big your hands are. You know, maybe you had an ankle injury, so you can't do that move that everybody else is doing because it involves like twisting your ankle in a way that hurts you. So you got to set up in a different way that's a little painful on your wrist, but only for a second. And then you can avoid injuring your ankle again and do the problem. And that's just for you because you have to realize that climbing the problem is different for everybody. And just because everybody is studying for the same test doesn't mean that studying is the same for everybody. Everybody's mind is different. Everybody's experiences are different. And when you read the same textbook, you get a different idea. Like when two people go to the movies and watch the same movie and they talk about it afterwards, they have different opinions. They have different perspectives. They have different ways they saw the movie because they're, they're different people that had a similar experience. And I'm saying this because um, when you are faced with a challenge, you have a goal and you want to accomplish the goal and you're faced with a challenge, usually if your goal is worthy of pursuing, it's going to be difficult for you. Um, it may be easy for someone else, but we're not worried about them because it's not their goal. It's your goal. And if it's a worthy goal, it has some amount of difficulty and usually it's going to involve you doing something that makes you uncomfortable in order to get to the finish line. And if you try to avoid things that make you uncomfortable, if you try to climb the problem in a way that has perfect flow and that makes you feel good, a lot of times you'll get stuck in a position that you can't progress from. And if you're a climber, if, especially if you're a boulderer, I know you know this if, if you've been climbing and getting higher and, and higher and in different uh, 
in, in difficulty, especially if you climb outdoors. Um, because indoor problems, I mean, there are difficult indoor problems, but every indoor rock climbing problem is designed to be climbed because it's made by a person. Outdoor rock climbing problems are just rocks outside. They're not designed to be climbed. So a lot of times you have to do uncomfortable or unconventional things in the real world, which is outside, in order to accomplish your goal, which you would never think of to do in the gym or the university or kind of the laboratory because that's created for you to train. And so uh, long story short, this concept of setting for success, I think it's two main prongs. Number one, like there's going to come situations that if you want to be successful in, you're going to have to do stuff that makes you uncomfortable. And that, I think, becomes more prevalent or it happens more often as you move into harder and harder territory. And I think you can look at that in one way and be discouraged, but I would say um, the more you have to make yourself uncomfortable, the the higher the goal. So it, it can almost tell you that the goal is worth it because if you want it, like don't just do things that make you uncomfortable all the time if you don't want the outcome. But if you want the outcome and it's difficult to attain, the more difficult it is to attain, I would say the more worthy of a pursuit it is for you and the more it's going to challenge you and the more it's going to make you grow. Most of the time when I set for success in rock climbing, it forces me to learn a new move or a, a new sequence or to trust myself in a different way or to learn how to breathe different. And then I take that and I put it in my toolkit and now it's not something that makes me uncomfortable anymore. Now it's just something that I do on the next problem and the next problem and the next problem. Um, and then I'm, there's something new that makes me uncomfortable because I'm moving to a higher level. And I think that's the same in life. And it's important to encounter things that make you uncomfortable and to not necessarily try to avoid things that make you uncomfortable. You sometimes can defeat the purpose of the goal by trying to force the path to the goal in one that makes you comfortable. Sometimes the path to the goal is designed to make you uncomfortable so that you grow. And that's kind of what the whole point of the goal is. So that's number one, where um, when you set for success, um, when, when you plan or you want to be successful, you have a goal. Don't be surprised if you encounter situations that are going to make you uncomfortable. And two, even if two people or a thousand people have the same goal, everybody is an individual. Everybody has their own attributes. Like if you play a video game and you got to like select your character, all the characters, like one has really fast kicks, one is really tall, one can turn invisible, one can shoot fire, but everybody's different and because you chose a certain character in the video game which is you um you have to play the game in a certain way because you have certain skills and talents and other people have other skills and talents so they play in a different way and it's not about comparing yourself the magician to a warrior 
because you play the game in totally different ways. Maybe you guys can work together and be on a team. Maybe you guys can learn from each other. Maybe I can watch the warrior do something and be like, oh, okay, that's giving me a new idea. But like, don't compare yourself. Understand you're an individual. Don't let that get you down. Let that push you up because you are different and you can come up with your own solutions and you can inspire other people and help other people and also learn from other people. And it's it's more of a beautiful game when we all get to contribute or we all have the ability to contribute and that comes from our differences. So uh, understand that there's multiple paths that a single individual can take that will lead them to success. Oftentimes, it's going to involve you being uncomfortable, and that's okay. That's beautiful because it teaches you new things. It helps you grow. And during the moment of setting for success, I want to be very specific about this or very explicit about this. The act of setting for success is uncomfortable, and I don't like doing it. I know I need to do it. And when I'm done doing it, I'm like, oh, I'm so glad I did that. Or, oh, I made it to the top. Or, oh, now I learned something new. But while I'm in the middle of it, and I don't know if it's going to work, and I'm like, okay, so I'm going to I'm gonna jump up and throw my hand up here to try and grab this rock. And I think it's shaped like this, but I'm not sure because I've never been up there. But I'm going to do this, and if I'm wrong, I'm going to slip and I'm going to fall 15 feet. But if I'm right, I'm going to catch it. That's scary. And no, I don't want to be wrong because this would be awful. But sometimes it's worth trying. And I'm not telling you to go outside and do a bunch of dangerous stuff. Rock climbing is very dangerous. You can die doing rock climbing. And if you're not careful and if you don't know what you're doing, please go get trained before you do it. It's a great thing. Do it, but be safe. Um... What I'm trying to say is you will feel uncomfortable, and that sucks, and it's not fun, but that's how you grow. Um, don't hurt yourself, or don't hurt yourself intentionally. Sometimes you do fall and hurt yourself. I've hurt myself plenty of times. But that's part of it. You try new things. You be uncomfortable. You face your fears. You don't face all your fears at the same time. You don't overwhelm yourself. But you dose yourself with a little bit of fear. You dose yourself with a little bit of anxiety. You dose yourself with a little bit of new experience. And then whatever happens, you observe. And you say, okay, how did that work out? Did it work out well? Okay, do more of that. Did it work out bad? Okay, which part worked out bad? Not that was bad. Never do it again. Look at the perspectives. Ooh. Um, what part of this was the bad part? Not this whole thing is bad if it didn't work out. And then try again and again and again. There's rock climbing problems that I've tried to climb for five years. And then I get after the fifth year and then I'm like, oh, yes, I finally got it. And I tried 400 different betas at night in the morning. And I trained for this and then all this training didn't work out because it turns out I was my idea was wrong. And I had to do different training like this, there's a rock in Yosemite called Pop Top that I think it took me around five years to climb. And now it's not that, it's really not that hard. Um, but I learned a lot climbing that problem. And I hope by listening to this idea of setting for success, it helps you to think about challenges in a, a new way to help give you some optimism or some courage or some whatever good vibes to 
challenge yourself and to realize that it's okay to be uncomfortable. It's, it's part of the process. And if you're trying to avoid being uncomfortable, you're avoiding growth. Um, I saw a lunchbox at Winco, which is a grocery store in Southern California. And this was like a lunchbox for like a little kid. It was by the register. And it said, the comfort zone is a great place, but nothing ever grows there. And I was like, dang, if I had kids, that's the kind of thing I would buy my kid. Because um, it's true. Like the comfort zone's dope. Like lazy boy chairs are great. And, uh, you know, having your favorite way all the time is awesome. But um, kind of like if you've ever seen this, the show The Good Place, when they make it to The Good Place and everything's all super good and then everybody hates it because everything's perfect. Um, that's kind of what happens when you avoid uncomfort. Then you get in this place where you don't grow. And imagine imagine that. Imagine if nothing grew. Then we wouldn't have apples. And apples are delicious. So anyways, I'm getting to the point where I'm ranting. So I'm going to stop. Uh, setting for success is an idea that you have now if you've listened to this. And if it is interesting to you, talk about it with other people maybe have them listen to this podcast if you have ideas for new podcasts um hit me up and also if you didn't know i have a talk show that i do periodically on instagram live called reality chat and that's at my um my instagram account at jordan tremaine underscore so if you wanted to have a conversation about this or a different topic um you can message me on Instagram and maybe we can set something up. But this has been Jordan Tremaine talking about setting for success. I am back. This is episode two of season two. Thank you for listening. And I hope this turns into a good conversation for you somewhere down the road. Anyways, have a good one.